welcome to the Beyond Sugar Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Dame, holistic nutrition coach and speaker. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. One day later, uh, if you tuned in yesterday, you know that it's a really exciting week here on the podcast with the Emotional Empowerment Program being open for new members until April 20th and only 15 spots available and those are already filling up. I'm, I'm so, so excited to share with you about the women who have already joined and since yesterday, since opening registration, it's been so incredible. I'm just, I'm feeling so grateful in this moment and so honored to be your guide and to be even showing up here every week on this podcast and sharing with you from my heart and hopefully you can feel that. And this week is is just so, so exciting seeing some of you right joining and really saying yes to yourself. I mean, this is this is the part of my work and what I do that just makes me the happiest person in the world, seeing women own their worth and say yes to themselves and invest in themselves and do the work, be willing to do the work because it's scary. And for most of us, we've just never been supported with this in the right way. And it just, it just feels so good. So I want to share that with you. I'm feeling really good, feeling really juicy and happy and grateful right now. And uh, I want to know how you're feeling. I'm actually curious. This is something I want to get asking more here on the podcast. I know we can't really have a two-way conversation, but maybe this is an opportunity for you in this moment today to even just close your eyes and connect to three deep conscious breaths. Ah, exhaling, just checking in for a quick moment with what's alive in your body, how you're actually feeling in this moment, ignoring how I'm feeling or what's happened to you already today and just seeing if you can even connect for a second Noticing how perhaps that makes you feel more grounded, more at peace, more hopeful. Or maybe noticing that there's resistance to even doing that, you know, to even closing your eyes and taking three conscious deep breaths. And that's okay. And this is exactly why I created the Emotional Empowerment Program, right? So we can learn together as women to connect to our bodies and to know the wisdom that exists there and to trust ourselves again. And when we do this, we heal from the inside out and it ripples into our relationships with humans, with people, with loved ones, with our job and with food. Understanding that your patterns and your addictive behavior with sugar and those cravings that are driving you crazy come from a deeper sense of not being connected to your emotions. This emotional numbing needs to stop. And that's what we're going to be doing together in just eight weeks. And I hope that you'll join us. Um, and today, actually, in today's episode, I want to share with you a little teaser of just some of what we're going to be covering in eight weeks. But really an important part of it is relearning the tools to support yourself in processing emotions instead of numbing and escaping them with food. 
So I'm going to, we're going to deep dive into this today as, as deep as we can here on the podcast. Obviously we're going to be actually applying this and learning the tools to actually apply this in your, your own life and to build these habits over the eight weeks in the program. But for today, I want to, I want to give you a little taste of what is possible and what we'll be doing before I do. I want to share some really, really beautiful words with all of you. I know that uh, investing in a program and investing in yourself and investing in me as your coach and your guide can be scary. And I want you to know that there is so much that awaits you on the other side. So what I want to do is share some really quick words with you, some quick clips from Victoria and Angeline, who are both alumni of our last program from last year that really had some beautiful things and insights to, to share with you. This is just the tip of the iceberg for them. And I hope that you can feel a sense of renewed hope and connection with these women and that you can start to imagine yourself as the next emotionally empowered woman, the next success story, and that we'll be able to support you with that in the program. So without further ado, please introducing Victoria and Angeline. I think for me, when you were talking about worthiness and good enough, I was kind of like, yeah, like I almost was wanted to nod my head. Like, yeah, I am. It sort of feels more um, like I really believe that much more than previously. I mean, I always knew that I have to change my self-talk, um, but I feel like I'm much more accepting and I've had quite a rough couple of weeks so it's been like much needed just to be worthy no matter what's going on I really appreciate the support of this group because um, one of the biggest things for me is not having my voice heard or just being around people that look at me like I have two heads or you know how I choose to do things is so different and so being around other like-minded people that again we're all just trying to improve and just seeing your faces and your support and just even energetically for the, the people that aren't even on the calls I just want to say um, you know I'm so grateful and I do I there's been so Janie like I could I could probably talk to each of you for like an hour oh just beautiful oh my goodness I love 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 hearing hearing this every single time, hearing the beautiful words from the women who have already done this work and are continuing to do this work. I hope that you love that as well. So let's dive into today. Okay. I want to cover a few things today and to really start off, you know, as we talk about learning to process our emotions, we need to first understand why we don't know how to do this in the first place. What's the block? Why are we not already doing this? Going about our days, really honoring our emotions, learning how to, to process things when they come up so they don't just drag on for years in our body. Why? So there's a few things at play that it's really important to build this awareness and understanding of where these patterns are coming from for you. Because right now, most of you I'm willing to bet listening to this are not processing your emotions in a healthy way. You're probably not processing them at all. You're ignoring them. You're stuffing them down. You're numbing them and you're trying to escape from them, especially as we talk about heavy emotions. Okay. I purposely don't use the word negative emotions because that implies that they're bad or that we shouldn't feel them. And that's not the case. Heavy emotions are part of being a human. And one of the things that is going on for all of us is that we have been raised in a world, a world. This isn't just North America. Right? Wherever you are, I guarantee this is a pattern. The world that we live in has not taught us to honor and process our emotions. We were all born into a patriarchal society. The world that we live in is very masculine driven and it's not a world that honors emotions. 
So what this looks like is as children, our parents don't know how to support us because their parents didn't know this and their parents before that didn't know the impact of emotions and the importance of learning emotional resiliency tools and processing techniques. Like I'm going to share a few with you today. They didn't know. So it's not our parents' fault. It's not society's fault. Uh, well, in, in a little way, it is the way that our world has been built. Okay. And we need to understand that so that we can start to shift out of it. So you've never been taught the bottom line is this is not something you've been taught in school. This is probably not something you were taught in your house. You weren't taught the emotional health. We weren't taught emotional resiliency. This is something that is usually ignored. And if you're like most of the women that, that I work with, in fact, in your household, everything was swept under the rug. Nobody talked about emotions. It was very just known that you don't express emotions. Don't upset your parents. Keep everything to yourself, right? This is the messaging that most women get. And in that, what begins to develop for many reasons, which we're going to dive deep into in the upcoming program, but we develop this, this deep nervous system imprint that it's not safe to feel. Boom, ladies, boom, mic drop. It's not safe to feel. And if it is not safe in our body to feel, you better believe that our subconscious is, and, and our, our energy field is going to do everything it can to learn to stuff and hide those emotions. And this includes using sugar and food to escape, right? Or distract any other distraction technique that you can think of, right? This is ultimately, for any of you who are fans of Gabor Mate and the work that he's done around addiction and the link between trauma and addiction, this is at the core of, of addiction. Any addiction is this deep sense that it's not safe to be me and it's not safe to be in my body and it's not safe to feel. And in that we develop unhealthy coping mechanisms, right? To try to escape. This is addiction 101. Another big thing that's really important of why not only have we not been taught how to process emotions, but we even still live in a world where most places in our life are not safe. We lack safe space in our world to actually practice emotional health. Usually people at your office don't understand, your husband, partner doesn't understand, your family doesn't get it, your friends think you're weird when you feel or cry. There's a lot of not safe spaces. There's a lot of spaces where we're still taught to suck it up, tough it up, breathe, take a deep breath and move on, be strong, stop being so sensitive. We still get this messaging as adults and it continues to perpetuate this belief that it's not okay to feel. It's not safe to feel. It's not okay. And we're continually looked down upon if we do feel, especially if you work in any sort of corporate environment, right? Or any sort of serious um, communities or jobs or places that you might be involved in, you're looked down on. You're weak, right? If you are feeling sad or you are having an off day, you're weak. Right? Look at the amount of jokes that are made about women during their PMS week, their pre-menstrual week. Like how many men and even women make harsh jokes about, oh, she's just being a basket case or, oh, she's PMSing. Oh, it's that time of the month again. We're constantly being shamed for feeling off or for feeling upset or angry or frustrated or sad, let alone furious, which we have every right to be ladies. And this is one of the biggest emotions that we have been uh, stuffed down our whole lives is anger. 
So in the emotional empowerment program, this is your safe space. This is very important to me as we do this deep, deep inner healing together, especially once we start getting somatically into the body, this program and the community and group of women that I will be guiding and, and co-creating with is a safe space to relearn not only how to feel, how to feel safe in your body, but also how to feel safe to be yourself and to know that you're not going to be judged. You're not going to be put down. And you're going to be met with nothing but love and understanding and acceptance. And this is so important because most of us did not get this. And we've continued to not get this in circles of friends, in other communities of women, in other programs, in our households, in our families. It's everywhere. So learning to do this work and learning how to, like before we keep going, learning how to process your emotions takes much more than just learning different techniques. It's much more than just creating a new habit of every time you're stressed going out for a walk. It involves creating a community and having people in your life and guides in your life and other women who are there with you to really just listen and to be there and to hold safe space, which means they're not trying to change you. They're not trying to tell you to stop being sad. They're seeing you and witnessing you. And this is one of the best gifts we can ever give any other human in our life is just to witness and validate. And ladies, we didn't get that growing up. We did not get the emotional validation. I know I didn't. We were taught that it wasn't okay and that we needed to get out of that emotion as quick as possible. And all we need is to be seen in our painful emotions. And once you start experiencing this in a safe space, you'll know what I mean. And it is powerful. And some of you may have had little glimpses of this, perhaps in therapy sessions or, you know, with a close friend who was really just there holding your hand when you were going through a tough time. So why we're talking about processing emotions, but why, why is it actually important to process emotions? Why bother? Why bother with all of this emotional work? It sounds hard and difficult and painful and I'm exhausted just thinking about it, right? Why bother? It's really important, ladies. Really, really, really important. The more I understand, the more training and learning that I do about my nervous system and my trauma imprints and my emotional baggage, the more I understand. And science is now starting to understand that emotions are just energy. And when we've lived a lifetime of not processing our emotions, and by processing, I mean moving the emotions out of your body. So just like eating toxins, right? When we're eating, you know, binging on McDonald's or ice cream, you know that your liver and your kidneys and all the systems in your body are going to be firing up to detox and to do their best as much as they can to flush out those toxins, right? And you're going to dis dispose of them in the toilet, right? Hopefully, you know, within 24 hours. So this is a very important process to flush toxins out of our body, right? Toxins that we're putting in out of our body and challenging heavy emotions are also toxic. This is energy that is it's so cool. Look, look up the research. I can't quote any, any, um, studies for you off the top of my head right now. I should have grabbed those, but that's out there. Just look for the research that so many have already been doing on the energetic weight 
the toxic weight of holding onto emotions our whole life and how it's actually leading to disease and changing the molecular structure of our cells. Mind-blowing, mind-blowing when we understand that this emotional baggage is just as toxic as physical toxins that we're putting in our mouth or on our skin. This is such a, a passion of mine because it is such a conversation that is being left out of the health sphere, right? We talk about nutrition, we talk about exercise, we talk about mindfulness, we talk about hydration and sleep, right? We know these pillars, right, of ideal health, getting sunshine, right? Really simple, we know how to be healthy. It's simple, it's just kind of hard to follow through on, right? But this emotional piece is what everybody forgets. And it's really cool. I actually have very personal uh, relationships with friends that I've met over the last seven years that are a testament to doing this emotional cleansing, we'll call it, and flushing out the emotional toxins. And immediately they lost the weight. And immediately they started feeling better. Immediately their old patterns started shifting. So this, these stored energetic emotional toxins actually also cause our body to hold on to weight because it feels like we're in a fight or flight situation all the time. This is nervous system being activated all the time if we're storing these emotions in our body. So our body thinks that it's in danger and it needs to store up. So it turns on the hormones in our body. This is fascinating, right? That actually tell our body to hold on to fat. So essentially we're just these clogged up, just emotional, you know, messy bags of emotional toxins. And this is why so many, I mean, look at the, look at the world, look at the world that we live in, right? Everybody's addicted to fast food and junk. Nobody's, uh, you know, in healthy relationships. We hate our jobs. We're depressed. We're anxious. We're committing suicide. Like the mental health epidemic is just the tip of the iceberg that is a lifetime of hiding who we truly are and not honoring our emotions, leading to continued stress in the body, continued inflammation, continued disease, continued nervous system dysregulation, feeling like we're always on and we're never relaxed. And you better believe that this does a toll to our happiness, right? And I know that you're listening to this podcast and you follow me because you want to feel at peace. You want to feel free. You want to feel alive and vital again. And you can never get to that space if you continue holding on to the lifetime of trauma and emotional baggage that is still stored in your body. You are going to stay stuck in the binging, numbing, addictive cycles, whether it's with food or alcohol or relationships or just the cycle of not looking after yourself and staying busy to avoid feeling. So this is important, really important. Are you getting that? I hope that you're starting to see that. I say that with love. You know, this is so, so powerful. When you start to do this work, you'll start to notice literally an energetic weight and, and a physical weight start to be lifted bit by bit. And I'm not going to lie to you. This isn't something that just happens overnight. This is years of processing. You have spent decades 50, 60, 70 decades stuffing emotions, sucking it up, putting the lid 
on that soda bottle and shaking it. And this is why so many women also experience outbursts at inopportune times, right? You're snapping at your husband, you're yelling at your kids, you're moody, you're irritable. And yes, a lot of that is blood sugar dysregulation and the food that you're eating. But a lot of it is also just not knowing how to process emotions when they come up. You know, if you're upset and you have an argument with your partner, you know, within the next few days, committing to processing through in your body, the anger, the frustration, the hurt, the sadness, whatever it is that came up from that argument. So you're not holding on to that anymore. And then once you've done that, you can come together with your partner and have a conscious conversation. I'm actually going to record, I was chatting with Ben uh, just the other day that our next duo podcast, he's been on the show once before, uh, but we're, we're going to have to do one on conscious communication and relationships, because this is an area that we have both navigated, uh, both in a, in a horrible, messy way, but also in a great way. And we have a lot to, to share on that. So this is an important part of the emotional conversation and how we both support each other when big emotions as well come up. So there's that interpersonal piece that we're not diving into today, but I just wanted to mention that that's coming. Uh, So how do we do this? Okay, this is kind of where I wanted to share a few pieces with you today. How do you begin to process emotions so you're no longer turning to food? And obviously this is so much deeper than we can dive into today. And we're going to be really going through this in very great detail and actually having the accountability and support to practice this in your life, in the emotional empowerment program. But for now, I want you to start doing these things, start testing the waters and seeing how this feels. So the first most important thing to do is actually to create space to feel. This is something we don't do. Something terrible happens at work. Our boss yells at us. uh, We're really hurt and worried and we're afraid and all these emotions come up and we go home and we make dinner and then we put on Netflix and binge out and then go to bed. And then we start it all again the next day. And we completely ignore the importance of coming back to really process through those emotions that came up when your boss yelled at you. We stay busy, we distract. So the opposite of that and the most important thing that you could do is make space in your life. Make space to feel. And yeah, that actually might take booking it in your calendar. I actually do this. When there are big things that come up for me, you know, within the next few days after that, I book in time in my calendar. Feeling hour. (laughs) Doesn't have to be an hour, by the way. But, you know, instead of happy hour, this is feelings hour, right? Because you don't have to be happy. But creating space to feel. And also thinking about the environment, right? You, You have to create the time and space energetically in your mind and in your calendar, but also in your physical environment. So do you have somewhere you can go and be alone or feel safe to really express and to cry and to scream and to do whatever you need to do to really get into that emotion? And if you live in a household that's always full of people, your car is a great place to do this. Out in the middle of nature is a great place to do this. So there's always a space, okay? But you have to create that. You have to create it and you have to commit to it okay, I'm going to sit down and just connect with my feelings. And maybe that means every morning you make space to feel. Every morning you make space to connect in with your feelings. This is a really great practice and something that, a little teaser, those of you who are joining the upcoming program, you're going to be doing that. So making this space and learning how to do that and feel safe to actually feel again. And then, as we just talked about, you're going to begin making friends with your emotions. 
Okay, you're going to understand the importance of feeling, your feelings. You're going to understand, you know, we've all heard that old saying, right? Feeling is healing. So cheesy, but it's so true. Cheesy and true at the same time. Feeling is healing. Actually allowing ourselves to feel valid and honored in our emotional expression is how we process our emotions. I want you to think of your difficult, especially we're talking mostly here about the difficult emotions, the heavy emotions, right? We don't tend to need to process our happiness. Like we're happy to have that hanging around. That's a good high vibe emotion that can totally hang around in ourselves as long as it wants to. But I want you to think of these tough emotions as a child. This is a child who is maybe having a temper tantrum, trying to get your attention, right? That's all a child who's having a temper tantrum is doing. He's trying to get a need met. And it's usually attention, validation, connection, and love. Our emotions are the same. As soon as you begin to validate them and listen to them and pay attention and say, hi, there you are. I hear you. I see you. What do you want me to know? Thank you for being here. As soon as we embrace and make friends with them, immediately you will notice their power being taken away. You will notice how quickly as you practice this, how quickly your emotion will shift this intense anger or the intense sadness that you're feeling when you give it a minute to be heard and seen. This is a basic need of any human as well as emotions. So making friends here and practicing feeling, which is so much more difficult than it sounds. Maybe some of you are already noticing that in your body right now. Like, Ooh, that sounds hard. I don't even know how to feel. I don't feel. And many, many women are numb because the protection has become so strong. The shields are up so strong and we can start to peel those layers down right? to, to tap into this again. It's more than possible. We all have this. We just need to work through <clears throat> what's blocking us. So making friends and then practice feeling. Okay. You're going to practice feeling. It sounds funny to say that, but this is where, as I talked about earlier, making space to feel, this is almost like a muscle you need to build again, practicing, connecting with your emotional body, connecting with your body, you know, and this is where practices like meditation or, you know, um, earthing or forest bathing, you know, some of these really, really deep stillness and mindfulness practices, Tai Chi can be really, really powerful to help you connect with your emotional body. But you can also just sit on the deck with your eyes closed. This is my, my favorite way to do that is just to sit with my eyes closed and have my hands on my heart and just connect to my breath and just check inward. So practicing feeling this is, this journey is full of ups and downs. And this is really an important part of what we're going to be doing together in the program. And then once you've done that, you've got the safe space, you understand the importance of feeling and you're starting to practice connecting with your feelings, feeling the sadness instead of running away from it, feeling that it's safe to feel it, practicing building that resiliency. Then you're going to start learning some processing tools and some processing techniques. And as I mentioned earlier, when I say process with emotions, I'm talking about moving the energy, the, the toxic, heavy, low vibration energy out of your body. So we're moving that emotion so it can be released, released back to the earth, the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, just released back to the, back to the universe, back to the earth, out of your physical body. So it's no longer clawing into you. 
Just like every time you go to the bathroom, you're releasing toxins, right? So we're doing the same. And we do this through various emotional processing techniques. And this is a huge part of like the somatic embodiment work, which really just means getting in the body that I uh, have been training in and learning in and going to be bringing deeply into the upcoming program. We're going to be doing a lot of this together to access these energy states and to move the energy, to release it, to let it out of our body and to begin learning the tools that work best for you. Now, when it comes to processing, I'm going to share a few with you right here, a few ideas, really basic, uh, basic ones that are absolutely possible for you to do today. Uh, I want to make this really accessible in this episode because the more in-depth somatic practices that we'll be doing in the upcoming program take a lot more time to explain and to um, visually show you how to do it. So for each emotion, okay, we have a myriad of challenging emotions, everything from stress and overwhelm to anxiety to sadness and grief to anger. And each emotion carries a different vibration. And what this means is each emotion is going to mean something different from you to process. And you may notice, um, a good example of this is noticing when you feel sad, your natural tendency is probably going to be more to, to, um, to cave inward and to go inward and to get soft and quiet. But when anger is present, it's more outward. It's more aggressive. It's more loud. It's more um, powerful. So each emotion is going to take something different from you. And the trick here is to find out what works for you. What works for me is not going to work for you. And this takes practice and testing and exploration and curiosity. But some of suggestions to get you started, for instance, would be when you're feeling stressed, right? So the next time you're feeling stressed, you're going to allow yourself to feel the stress like we just talked about right? You're going to really feel it. You're going to honor it. You're going to get the messages that maybe it has for you, right? It's telling you something about something's going on in your life, right? Maybe work's too busy and you need to set better boundaries or you need to sleep. What's stressful, right? Really taking a moment to really connect with the stress. And then once you've got that clarity and you're ready, getting into various stress relieving practices, right? So walking in nature, <clears throat> dancing, a dance party is a big one for me. Even a three minute dance party to a good song, Man, can shift your energy and your emotional state in a mo hot moment. Long, hot baths. Breath work is really powerful here. <clears throat> Connecting. Laughter. Some of these are tools that engage your body, your breath, and sound, right? <clears throat> actually making noise. This is a really, really important energy movement technique is actually activating our voice. And ladies, we have blocked... Most of us have throat chakras blocked like you wouldn't believe. We are afraid to speak our truth. We're afraid to make sound. We've been taught to be quiet and behave. So activating our, our, our voice again is so powerful to move energy. Then you might be feeling things like anger and wanting to connect to anger. And there's some amazing anger release practices that we're going to be doing together in the program that I'm so excited for, but some that are very easy to explain that you can do today is yelling into a pillow. Anger is something that really needs a lot of physical movement and vocal movement. So when you look at a child processing anger naturally, they're having a temper tantrum, right? And this is actually something that I have experienced as an adult is throwing a temper tantrum as a, an emotional processing technique. And it is so powerful, 
So powerful. So give yourself permission to have a temper tantrum involving your hands, your fists, doing this obviously on a bed or somewhere soft so you're not hurting yourself. Um, boxing, right? Anything where you get to hit or throw, you know, throwing rocks um, into the water, like anything that you can allow yourself to embody aggressiveness in a safe way, right? You're not yelling at somebody else. You're being with your anger and processing that on your own. Okay. Yelling into a pillow, as I mentioned earlier, punching a pillow. These are really, really great ways to process anger, screaming, chanting, using your voice. I love going off into the woods. Luckily I live relatively rurally and there are spaces where I feel like I can just belt it out and I'll just scream. And it feels so freeing to just let that all out and to fully let your voice be loud. That is a huge, powerful release. Trust me, try it and you'll see what I mean. Then if you're feeling sadness, you know, obviously that's going to be such a different energetic need. Sadness, one of the best things you can do is cry. Let the tears flow, my love. Let them out. So freeing. Most of us can relate to how good it feels after a good cry, right? And allowing that to happen. And as the tears are coming, really reminding yourself that these are sacred tears. Thanking the tears. Thank you for coming out. Cuddling your pets are really, for me, has always been a very nourishing way to connect and feel supported when I'm sad. Say hot baths again, talking to a good friend, journaling about what's coming up for you. That's a really beautiful way to process the emotions as well. Breath work. Breath work is really uh, breath work, dance, and voice activation, I would say, are tools that can be used for every emotion. (laughs) Every emotion. So anxiety as well, using breath work, yoga, movement, more gentle movement techniques are really powerful to move anxiety from the body. Anxiety is a very ungrounded emotion. So you're going to want to focus on things that ground you. So even getting barefoot, going for a barefoot walk outside, um, you know, sitting out in the sun, breathing, just even doing basic breathing, being in nature, connecting with loved ones, laughing. Um, These are just a few Just a few of so many techniques that, and tools that you can start to build. But again, they have to be built from the foundation of understanding that you're not escaping your feelings. Okay. There's a, there's a very fine line. And this is where most women go off track is instead of actually honoring and feeling their emotions, they go straight into processing. And this is why in the work that, uh, that we're going to be doing in the upcoming program, we're going to spend the first half of the program learning how to feel before we even think about processing, because you have to start building that relationship first or else processing emotions can easily just become another escape mechanism. So if anger is showing up or you're stressed, instead of honoring it and feeling it immediately, you're going out for a walk, distracting yourself, right? Putting on a podcast, listening to music and moving energy as opposed to knowing and understanding and connecting with that emotion first. So I really want to, I want to really hit that home. It's very important. And one of the cool things in the program, when we do get to processing techniques, I've put together a whole PDF cheat sheet full of suggestions and tools and techniques that you'll be able to print out and keep handy for you 
every time an emotion, a difficult emotion shows up, you'll have this cheat sheet that you're going to hang on your fridge. Ladies who are doing this program, a little teaser for you. And you'll be able to go to this and, and start really building these new patterns in your life. So you're probably already getting a sense, right? That this emotional work, the emotional healing is one of the most important yet most difficult pieces on the journey to really creating a healthy relationship with sugar, a healthy relationship with yourself. But it's absolutely mandatory if you want to get off of this roller coaster, if you want to stop setting the same New Year's resolutions every January 1st, stop craving and being at the mercy of junk food. Feeling truly is healing. And I know how overwhelming this can feel, especially if you're just starting out, especially if you're a woman like so many who come to work with me that don't know how to feel yet, who feel blank, who really can't connect to their body. And this is exactly why I created the Emotional Empowerment Program was for women like you to feel safe, to start navigating these inner pieces, to navigate the inner root causes. We're going to be talking so much more and doing so much more work than just the emotional piece, but ultimately reconnecting to ourselves to step deeper into this sense of truth, sense of peace and freedom. So I'm going to be walking you step by step through these practices, through this journey over the eight weeks in the upcoming program so that you're no longer turning to food for emotional support. When life gets hard, you don't need food. You've got yourself and you've got your tools. And this in itself is life-changing, not only in your relationship with food, but your relationship with your partner, your relationship with your parents, your children, your friends, your work. This work that we're going to be doing affects every area of your life. And it's going to help you feel more empowered, more connected to your truth. You'll be setting healthier boundaries. You won't be procrastinating anymore. I know many, many of you out there, big procrastinators, fear of perfectionists as well. Hello, welcome. <laughs> I know that this is most of our patterns and it comes from this place of emotional insecurity. So the question for you now is, are you actually ready to get serious about feeling confident and at peace with yourself and with food. And if you are, I hope that you will join us in the upcoming program. A little friendly reminder, registration is closing on April 20th. So the next few days, come and check out all the details in the link below in the show notes. And I hope sincerely to witness and guide and support you in this really important healing work. And showing you that there is another way of living and of being and existing in this world where you can be back in the driver's seat. And I sincerely hope to see you in the program. Thank you for tuning in to another episode and we'll see you again soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you're loving what we talked about today, please remember to subscribe, leave a review and share this episode with someone you love. And if you're ready to dive deeper into discovering your root causes and patterns that are keeping you hooked on sugar, be sure to check out our brand new free workshop series that will help you kick emotional eating for good. Find the link to download this free series and other amazing resources in the show notes below.